Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at Super Talk, supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there. Our great listeners, especially our service minimum out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo. Over in Tupelo, it'd be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Van Vliet. That would be weird. Van Van Vliet. Van Vliet. Van Vliet. I mean, I assume that's 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 how it's spelled. Okay. It's in Chickasaw um, County, between Houston and Oklahoma. Holka. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Holka. But... No, uh, no, I was not. I, was, okay. I, I don't know anything about Van Vliet, but I'm sure someone that listens to this podcast lives there. It is a census-designated place, an unincorporated community. Uh, it's at the junction of 32 and 385, eight miles northeast of Houston. Been there many times. There you go. Not not really. I, I probably have. I've probably ridden through there and just not really known. Yeah. Well... If you are in Van Vliet or wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee every morning. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and order it to be shipped right to your door. Whatever kind of coffee machines on the front counter, they got you covered at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. They've got everything you need, the biggest selection of maroon and white stuff Anywhere in central Mississippi, not just clothes, it's for the car, for the tailgate, for the house, whatever it is, they got you covered at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're enriched by Fleet Feet, Flowed by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, I checked it out, remains Startful's best restaurant. The best lunch in town, Restaurant Tyler. The best dinner in town, Restaurant Tyler. The best Sunday brunch in town, Restaurant Tyler. So, if you haven't been there, you are you have missed out on years of excellent meals. Next time you're in Starville, make sure a trip to Restaurant Tyler is on your to-do list. Priority One Bank, 16 locations throughout Central Mississippi to serve you. Check them out online at PriorityOneBank.com to find the branch nearest you. Open an account today and start building a relationship that will help you out tremendously because at Priority One Bank, They don't make their loan decisions at the high-up corporate level. Everything's made locally. So when you go into a Priority One Bank branch and you're like, you tell them you need a loan for your car, for your small business, for your home, you're talking to the people you already know, the people you've been dealing with this whole time, the people who've been helping you out. You're not talking to somebody you don't know. That's the difference. We're talking about shopping local, eating local, banking local, just as important. Again, PriorityOneBank.com. Find the branch nearest you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Before we get into the rumblings, you know, say what you want. The Governor's Cup, it's still an important thing. 
So let's have a look at it. We will find out what happened in Pearl tonight between Mississippi State and Ole Miss. God knows we couldn't watch it. So one man will tell us what happened there tonight. Let's go now to our one and only correspondent here on Thunder and Lightning, Future Brian. Thanks, guys. This is Future Brian reporting to you from the future. You know, if Mississippi State could play Ole Miss in every game, they'd be the number one team in the nation. Final score from Pearl, Mississippi State 2, Ole Miss 1. These are two of the worst pitching teams in the country. And yet, somehow, they only combined for nine hits and three runs. And in all three of the in the th- three of the four games this year, low scoring. Uh, really good pitching for Mississippi State tonight. Only two walks to ten strikeouts. I'm sorry, I'm looking at Ole Miss. Let me change that. Five walks. Well, you know, never mind. Still ten strikeouts, though. Two to one. Uh, I think the pitcher of note, though, is Parker Stinnett, who prior to coming into this game had not gotten anybody out. Uh, but he goes three strong innings, does give up a run, but strikes out three, doesn't walk anybody. Uh, and really, you know, got through out of a couple of jams uh, there in the uh, the 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 sixth and the seventh uh, to give Mississippi State uh, the final uh, the final margin of victory. Aaron Nixon comes in in the ninth to get the save. Evan Sierra with the win. He pitched two scoreless innings uh, to start the game. Uh, Hunter Hines with an RBI double uh, in the first inning. And then in the uh, seventh inning, I'm sorry, the sixth inning, uh, Luke Hancock with an RBI double. Ball misplayed by the Ole Miss outfielder, but nobody cares uh, to score uh, uh, Dakota Jordan, who had advanced. Just a comedy of errors for Ole Miss in that, in- in that inning. Uh, Jordan had gone from home to third without benefit of a hit. So let me go back and let me read you the exact. Uh, so Jordan strikes out swinging but reaches first on a pass ball, steals second, goes to third on a throwing error after a failed pickoff attempt, and then Hancock's double, which should have been caught, uh, he scores. So so it was Ole Miss playing the Mississippi State baseball tonight. So the Dogs take three of four from the Rebels uh, in the season. And now you just look at look at the SEC tonight, by the way. And, and, you, it, and this is what we're talking about. So LSU loses tonight to Nickel State. Auburn loses to Troy. Texas A&M loses to Sam Houston. Arkansas loses to Missouri State. These teams are beatable. And if State had just held a seven-run lead, they would be in the thick of things here to get back to the postseason. But instead, they're going to have to have a, a, a miraculous kind of finish starting Thursday when they head up to Tennessee. Now, again, I mean, Tennessee has been beatable this year too, but I just don't know. I just don't know. But always good to beat your rival. Always good to bring the Governor's Cup home. Love the graphic for Mississippi State uh, baseball with the Egg Bowl trophy, the Governor's Cup, and the Magnolia Cup. I had some people ask me, is that a basketball trophy? No, it's the Magnolia Cup. MSU uh, women's soccer beat Ole Miss 1-0 earlier in the year. That is one of my many wins over Richard Cross in our competition, which I have now uh, taken an 8-3 lead in. And that should be that, barring a postseason appearance by these two teams and the SEC baseball or softball tournaments. Ole Miss isn't going to the SEC baseball tournament. I don't know about Mississippi State yet. Um, and so I, will, I, have, I have claimed that victory, put the, put the mark by my name for uh, clinched in that one. So good win for the Bulldogs. I mean, like I said, it's always good to beat your rival. I, I compared this game on Sports Talk. I said it's like the 87 Egg Bowl. You know, sometimes all you've got is each other. Sometimes all you got is winning that trophy. That's that's a, you know it's a big deal. You want to have that trophy. You want to win. You want to beat your rival. So a good win for the Bulldogs pitching wise. Seeing Stinnett go out there and actually get some outs 
Against an SEC team, I know Ole Miss is not playing well, but that's a you know that that's an SEC team that you went out there and got those outs against. So that's a good job uh, by Stinnett. Uh, Brock Tapper did have the three walks, but two innings of scoreless uh, relief as well. And then Nixon was really solid there in the ninth, couple of strikeouts uh, and a ground out to get out of the uh, the game with the win and the save for Nixon. So Bulldogs two, uh, Rebels one. Final score, State now 24-17 and 17 in the year. Ole Miss is 21-20 and 20 on the season. I mean, I know that their schedule, they keep talking about, oh, it's, it's so much easier, it's getting easier. I said this on Sports Talk. Guys, Ole Miss is the, the worst team in the conference by far. They're, they're three games behind, or two games behind Missouri for worst. They're the easy wins. They're the ones that Georgia and Auburn and Alabama are looking at going, okay, well, at least we've got Ole Miss coming in. It's not the other way around. So 21 and 20. I wonder if, I mean, if State finished with a losing record after a national championship, will Ole Miss do the same? What a weird, weird situation between these two teams winning national titles and then immediately collapsing. No building on it, no getting better, no strengthening, no becoming a dominant power and going back and, and doing it again. No, just total free fall. With Bianco, I mean, he can't fire him the year after. It's crazy that he was a decision by the committee away from being fired. They don't put Ole Miss in last year, he gets fired. Instead, he gets in, he wins a national title, he's probably safe for two, three more years. before they And they can't really even fire him. It's going to have to be one of those, Mike, you've got to retire kind of deals. We, you know, we'll give you a sweet package, you got to get out of here. And then you have Lamonis, who I just don't know whether he's safe or not. You know, I just don't know. It depends on how this team finishes. But if they were 25 and 16, having beaten Auburn and sitting at what, 7 and 11 in the conference, I would feel really good about their chances to make it to the postseason, especially seeing these results tonight. These teams are beatable. So, this is what it is. But at the end of the day, you'd rather beat Ole Miss than not beat them. So, good win for the Bulldogs. All right. Before we go back to the studio or go back to the guys. Let's move on into the rumblings. That's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. If you get a chance this weekend to cook out, great. But if you're just looking for a quick meal for your family, beef is always a great idea. And there's plenty of great recipes available at the website, msbeef.org. So if you're looking for a quick one-pot meal or something you can cook up for your family in just minutes and have a great, healthy, and nutritious and delicious meal on the table for them, Without doing, putting out a, a whole lot of stress, beef is the way to go. Go to msbeef.org for those recipes. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. It's not just barbecue. Everybody says Two Brothers Barbecue. That's not the name. It's Two Brothers Smoked Meats. And there's a lot more going on than just barbecue on the Two Brothers menu. And I've told you that many times. But, I mean, pimento cheese fritters are not barbecue. But they're awfully good. They are awfully good. So, Next time you're in uh, Starkville, if you don't have a trip to Two Brothers on the list, uh, maybe you need to put one on there. Go to the home of Smoked Southern Soul Food at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products, great service. Every business likes to promise it to you. Advantage Business Systems, they deliver it to you. And they have for 48 years. It's a long time. Long time to be doing anything. Really long time to be in business. And that means, that tells you without a shadow of a doubt, they are taking care of their customers. Because you can't stay open that long if you don't. If you need technology for your business, call Advantage Business Systems. And then if you need service, call them back. 
No 1-800 number, no call center to be on hold with for 30 minutes, no week later talking to an out-of-state technician. No. It's all done here in the state of Mississippi, and a lot of times your problems can be solved the very same day. 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. I'm looking here right now at the collegiate collection of The Rogue at therogue.com. The first two shirts are a couple of great Peter Millar polos, uh, one with the M over S, one with the state script. Then you go down a little bit, an outstanding maroon pullover uh, with the M over S, a couple of cool white polos with the state script and the M over S. I mean, they, they get it, guys. They've got the logos that you want, and they've got great name brands and great products for you to choose from. So if you haven't already, check out the Collegiate Collection at The Rogue. When you shop there, you know the service is going to be outstanding. They've been open for a very long time, and they are one of the South's premier men's clothing stores. Also, don't forget, when you shop at The Rogue, you support Bulldog, the Bulldog Initiative. You support Bulldog Athletics through their partnership with the Bulldog Initiative. So head over to The Rogue in Jackson or shop online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at The Rogue. I, you know, I keep telling you about Dolce, and I feel bad. You know, normally I would I'm a little confession. Normally, when I'm telling you about the, you know, you know, you know, you've seen me at Two Brothers, you've seen me at Restaurant Tyler. I haven't been to Dolce yet. I've got to make that trip over there. So we're gonna do that very, very soon. Probably it's gonna definitely happen this week. Eight a.m. to two p.m. They are open for they, you know, for breakfast and lunch. I'm sorry, it's just eight a.m. They're open. I don't know where the two p.m. came from. I think I was trying to say Tuesday. And it, it went the wrong way. Tuesday through Saturday, open at 8 a.m. Great breakfast sandwiches, bagels, great coffee. I mean, they're a great place to go. I mean, Starkville is a place kind of lacking on breakfast places, in my opinion. Always, I've always thought that. It's like we, we, we need a, a place that's doing some different things for breakfast. Dolce is providing that. And then you head over there for lunch, artisanal grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, and by the way, if you just want a sweet treat, yeah, they got those too at Dolce with the best gelato in town. If you haven't been to Dolce, you're missing out. Go find out about Starville's best-kept secret at 509 University Drive. That's Dolce. Let's get back to the studio and talk to present Brian and Robbie. All right, thanks to future Brian. We appreciate uh, your uh, your time. Now let's just jump right in uh, to our first questions. Colton Watson back in business as the uh, the first questions this week. Did I skip, skip last week or were my questions improper? No hard feelings either way. I have no idea. Brian skipped you. Brian skipped you, Colton. I, I don't. I don't even know. I don't know what you asked. I don't know what time you asked. It probably you may, may have brought him in late. I don't know. I have it, no- it had. It, it was. It was something that you didn't want to talk about. I can't remember what it was, but I remember you. I don't. I don't know. Like saying, "I'm not going to read that and skip it past." And I thought it was very rude, Colton. Just stop. Um, that was very rude. Of Brian making to things that. up is what you're. I doing. Would, if I was in charge of these questions, Colton, I would have never done that. I got to be honest with you. I'm so tempted right now to take a screenshot of this Zoom and show the people this chair you're sitting in. It, it looks like a, the maroon pimp chair. You look like you should be wearing a fur coat and drinking out of a goblet. <laughs> Walking with a cane. I want that chair. You should bring that chair to the studio and, and then just sit in it when you do the pot. It's incredible. I'm, I'm, I'm seriously, man. I, what about my What about my Mississippi State basketball camp shirt from uh, 2002 that's got – that's the signatures. old banner M, too. It's got the signatures from Mario Austin and Timmy Bowers on it. Incredible. Incredible. Because they were at the camp, and I couldn't think of anything else for them to sign, so I just said, sign my shirt. There you go. All right. Uh, also from Colton Watson, months two months ago, both hoop teams 
We're likely making the NCAA tournament. We were looking to build on a bowl win in spring camp, and baseball had hope. Now what's to look forward to? Well, there's football. Football will be it'll be here in a few months. It's like 130-some-odd, 120-some-odd days away. The foosball. The foosball, exactly. Uh, I didn't lock it up. Moving on. Brogan Fairchild. You, you, you passed McDuff. That's it. I haven't passed McDuff yet, have I? You have passed McDuff. Now, hold on. And you I, have to ask that question. I am going to ask that question. We talked about it on... See, this is what I don't understand. Elon Musk has just ruined this app. Like, it's not here. It's not here. I know the question. Hold on. Let me find it. I, I don't know what's happening with Twitter, but it's a disaster. It, 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 it didn't disaster. need a single tweak. It no. was fine like it was. Mm-hmm. And this isn't a political statement or whatever. I don't even know what Elon Musk, what side he leans, but I know there's certain he's sides that like him. Now. But that's just a stupid idea that he's that he has to just come into Twitter and start changing everything. Now we're going to make random people yeah. look more important than people that need to have those verified checks. I, oh, I, saw, I, I, I thought the question was further up, but yeah, it's, you're right. This was the second question that we got. But if I what I did was I, I I didn't I can't go to my mentions because if you just go to mentions right now, it it stops at like two questions after you sent out the tweet. Yeah. So I can't look at those because it's messed up. But so my, my mentions my are name, fine, but mine's on tweet deck. I search so. for my name and it skips McDuff's question. So yes. So I'm gonna give you the background on this question before we ask it. Uh, it started uh, two years ago in my fantasy basketball league. I play in a fantasy basketball league with some famous MSU people. And by famous, I mean famous to me. Mike Bonner is the commissioner. Uh, Hunter Richardson is in this league. Robbie Donahoe is in this league. Sarah Fetters plays ba- fantasy basketball with us. Mary Allison North is in this league. So no one that's actually famous. Right. But they're they're famous to me. And this question was asked by one of the uh, the people in this uh, this. Uh, this draft, young lady named Alicia Johnson, who's a, a writer. Uh, she's a really sweet girl. And I uh, don't know what popped this into her head. It's demented. I'm glad so, it came from a girl, though. That makes yes. me feel better. So, that that as you can guess, once we had this question, I, I went on a tangent about it. And so I brought it up this weekend at our at, on our trip. And McDuff's like, I'm asking that on the wrong one. So without any further ado... <laughs> Skip Robbie. skip like 30 minutes to, I mean, 30 seconds to a minute, Mom. If you're listening to this, yeah. skip forward. Yeah, you know, this might be one that takes like four or five minutes. Uh, would you rather have a nipple-sized penis or two penis-sized nipples? <laughs> now, let me tell you why I'm good with the first choice. Because think because you you don't want to be walking around. Right. I mean, you, you can't can go hide anywhere without fact. like a sweatshirt on. Like you're gonna have to be wearing double layers. You got to wear a thick jacket at all times because you can't wear just like a t-shirt. Those things are gonna poke out at people. <laughs> you can't. You can't have that. The other one. Yeah, no what one, happens when it gets cold? When it gets exactly. cold, they're gonna go from droopy to status. Oh, oh that's, that, that's that was that's a huge issue, and they're just gonna be like staring at people. Whereas the other thing, <laughs> look, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Right, but nobody's going to see this Nobody, unless it's your. Nobody's going to know unless they're already committed to, to having your pants off. So, <laughs> yes, I'm definitely going with the former over the latter. I don't want to say it again. 
as as my choice. Can you imagine? Like, just can you imagine like that? That's just incredible. Imagine you're just walking down the street. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> somebody, oh, somebody, it's cold shit. outside. All right. Thank you, McDuff. Uh, all right. Back up here. Broken Fairchild. Hopefully, if look, and maybe Colton. <gasps> this might I can't. Be why I, I can't do it. Uh, you'll be all right. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to agree with you, though. Like, I think, like, you know. Yeah. There's ways around. There's ways around, like, having that kind yes. of deficiency. Yeah. You can, you know, there, there's, you know, you can still be, you can still have. There are uh, devices you can purchase. Yeah. But you can, no one is marrying no. a person whose nipples like you can, Imagine going to the beach. <laughs> you know, and that's. They, How y'all doing, hey, ma'am? How's it going? Please nice stop staring you. at me. You're like kids will be trying to like throw rings at them and stuff. <laughs> Nobody's doing that. So. Oh God, right. Colton, this might be why I skipped your question last week because because uh, Twitter, Twitter is just messed up. Broken fair No, I'm telling you, you looked at it and said, nah. "I'm not answering that," and moved right past. No, not true. I remember uh, Colton. If you could travel anywhere in the world for a culinary experience, where would you go and what would you eat? So I have two here. Obviously, I would love. Are to you go gonna to you're gonna go to Italy? I have to, that's one of them, right? Italy is one. I like to go on like one of these Robert St. John excursions and go to all these great restaurants and eat real Italian food. But and this guy is very famous. Is this Japanese guy in, in Tokyo? It's like a three hundred dollar, four hundred dollar sushi course where you don't have any say anything. He just makes it for you and you eat it one piece at a time. It takes like twenty five minutes to eat like. 30 pieces of sushi, it's $400. It's supposedly incredible. I would love to do that. And of course, I would have to be like, really rich to do yeah, stuff I like be rich. that because, yeah. like, I, I can't justify drinking or eating something that costs that much money that I'm just going to expel from my body at some point. I, I, I just know. don't. I mean, you're so paying for the experience, so you're paying for like. It's you know it's just like watch it's like being on a ride or something like you know you got thirty minutes of just incredible enjoyment and then it's over. Yeah, you freeze did it. Oh, paid for, he paid for gosh. enjoyment. Well, you know. Oh, do we have to go there? We just did a question. Well, we talked about having <laughs> the size of a penis, and you're going to ask me about going here. <laughs> There's nowhere we can't go now. We can go anywhere. Uh, mm. Shelby Beach asks us. Moving along. Yes. Has Vaught Hemingway always been a crap hole? The layout seemed off by having to walk by three or four men's bathrooms at a time to reach the women's bathrooms. I had never been until this past Saturday, <coughs> taking the wife to a concert, and they were not ready for the crowd they had. Oxford was overwhelmed in a way that I can't imagine Startville would have been. Side note, Robbie's boy Hardy is awesome live and should headline Davis Wade soon. I've seen Starville overwhelmed, so I'm not going to be totally harsh on Oxford. I think I think that being said, I mean, the stadium's Hemingway, nothing special. The Body Hemingway is nothing special. So I have a great it's a it's a stadium that has been like it's almost like, you know, when a kid takes Legos and puts the green Lego it's on like an erector brown. Set, it, yeah. And it's just different. It looks it's different 
styles. It's different. They don't really – they didn't design the place very well, and they haven't renovated it well either. But I think the plan initially, like a few years ago, was to, like, blow up a side or something and mm-hmm. build a whole new side, kind of like Texas A&M did. Yeah, yeah. I don't – I think that's been put on the back burner from COVID and all that, but I think the plan is to try to make it a lot nicer. Yeah. Good luck with that. Josh Wright asks us to do our best impersonation of each other and our best impersonation of Brandon Walker. So go ahead first. You go. I don't know. I don't know if I can do an impression of you. You're not. There's nothing real distinct about you. Okay. You don't have like a super strong accent. Mm-hmm. There's not something that I would say is like that you do that is. I don't have anything signature about me. Yeah. Okay. Like for um, you, if I was going to do your your voice, it would be something like you know. I, I'm trying to. I, I like. You have like a deep country thing that's difficult for me to do. Like normally when I want to go like country, I go a little a little higher. Like golly, man, what the what's like Joel T? Yeah, I can do Joel, but like yours is just like it's my voice, but more country. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, it is. Cool. So it's like let me see if I can if I can just get it here. Hey, man, <laughs> my mom's my mom my mom's listening to this, man. We can't. We can't we can't be talking about penis sized nipples. My mom is listening, man. Is it that is it that like it's, it's backwards? It, it's it's a, I, that's probably a little over, but that's what it is. Now Brandon Walker, my Brandon Walker sounds like my Hank Hill. They're it's Hank of, Hill. Yeah, it's like yeah, like damn it, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to go on Pick Central and explain to everybody why there's strawberry jelly all over my ass. Can you give me something free, please? Oh, that's rough. Don't don't say it like that. That's not nice. No. I'm bad for an impression. That's true. That's true. All right. Uh, sidelines Hail State. First time Rumbler, long time listener. Thank you. Welcome to the show, Sidelines. Yeah. <laughs> Short list for a replacement pitching coach and head coach. I pitching coach, no idea. No, I mean I would have Christian Ostrander on it. I think he's. Not I would definitely team. contact. Ostrander and yeah. just see what his level of interest is. I keep hearing he wants to stay at Southern Miss. I mean, yeah, I, I think you can't tell me that you couldn't at least get that dude's ear. Yeah. You know, but, like you sit down and that, talk. Like, who is Arkansas <clears throat> pitching coach? Good the the Wake Forest pitching coach. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to the top guys. So, yeah. um, hey, a coach, you know, uh, Godwin, Hare. I'm definitely, I mean, the problem is you, if you call Mc, Mc, McDonald, you can't call him because you've just let his best friend go. So yeah, no chance. Hey, coach, don't don't tell Chris this, but, but we were going to see what was your level of interest if we hypothetically could you we go were back to, get, to Schlossnagel even though he's at A and M now? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not all that blown away by him. Okay, okay. I th- and and you know you can argue that people wouldn't be blown away by Cliff Godwin either because he hasn't been to a um uh college world series, but he is in position to get there every single year at East Carolina. At East Carolina, what could he do with more resources? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, also, what would our signature finisher hold slash move be? I think I'm a submission guy. I think I'm going to go like Samoa Joe and and try to like go do like a sleeper hold. I'm going to put my weight on you. That's where I'm going. You you you're more of. I think you're more of like a high flyer. Well, I don't know about like high flying, mm-hmm. but you know, 
I think I would want to do like you know, uh, was it the Frankensteiner where like there was oh. like the standing like yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a cool. One. That would probably is, is, is that was that the move that Steiner like Scott yeah. Steiner did where he yeah. jumped up on top of him and did yeah the, yeah. I would, I think I'd want to do that. Okay, I like that. I like that a lot. Andy Atkinson, Double A, the Enforcer. Who would have predicted Dirty Dutch Mantell as one of the sources for the Oxford debacle? If you can, check some of the few replies. So Dutch Mantell like, tweeted this before almost anybody else did. For what it's worth, Morgan Wallen, country music singer, abruptly canceled his performance at his sold-out concert tonight in Oxford, Mississippi Stadium with 50,000 in attendance. His spokesman then told everyone to vacate the stadium. Damn, more to this story. And then said his daughter was there. His daughter was there. Dirty Dutch, was. he knows. <clears throat> I'm still waiting to get confirmation from superstar Bill Dundee, though. He said security your security guards are reporting that he's drunker than Cooter Brown, <laughs> which is always one of my favorite like That's a great southern uh, southern statements that people yeah. make. Like I have never met her. No one who is Cooter Brown. How drunk did Cooter? How drunk did Cooter Brown get? That's what I want to know. The first Cooter Brown. Let's look it up. Yeah. While you do that, I will uh, continue our questions here. Stephen T. says, Who had a worse no-show performance in the vault, Morgan Wallen or the Ole Miss running back room in the 2020 Egg Bowl? Oof. I made a great joke yesterday on Sports Talk. I said the last time somebody no-showed at vault Hemingway Stadium, it cost Ole Miss $9 million a year over six years. No. No. I got it. Remember, you, you were before the game, you're like, I'm, I'm bound to determine. I, I know what's going to happen here. They're about to have a camera in the locker room. Lane Kiffin's going to be telling everybody he's not taking the Auburn job. Convinced that was going to happen. That it didn't happen. It didn't happen. So it worked out. So, Cooter Brown apparently was uh, a guy that lived on the line of, according to Wikipedia, of the North and the South during the American Civil War. So he was ineligible for the draft. Mm hmm. Um, and like was kind of like paying like both sides of the line or whatever, mm -hmm. um, and just didn't want to be a part of it. And it says that he decided to get drunk and stay drunk for the entire the entirety of the war, so he would be useless. Well, there you go. Okay, I get it. So he 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 used that as a like as a tactic to get away from being in the war. Like, well, I'm just I'm too drunk to fight. <laughs> they showed up to draft him. He's like, mm -hmm. ah, I've been drinking all day. So now he's now that's what saying. You're drunker than Cooter Brown. Yeah, that's that's just a that's just the you know a possible origin of it. Okay. But uh, they they both both all of the origins seem to come from Louisiana. Of course, Mike. Where Rushing, they like to drink. Great people, fantastic people. Never said a bad word about them. Brian's a huge Rushing. fan of Louisiana. That's right. Mike Rushing asked, did the NCAA make changes to the seams or windings on the baseball? Home runs are way up and walks are way up nationwide. It's not the ball. It's the pitchers. They're throwing they're, – they're, they're, they, they've, they've knocked them out of their comfort zone with these with these new rules. Right. Nothing's changed from um, – And the track man thing is – because now if you're forcing pitchers to really put it in the strike zone, you're not yes. getting outside corners like you used to. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's all it is. Uh, another fire the baseball coach question. We'll move on from that. Now we're at the point where I broke the Nate Dome news yesterday, so we got to 
get through all those mentions. Uh, Jay in Baltimore asks, the LSU win on Friday seemed to limit the blowback on Paul Skeen's pregame comments about beer showers in Oxford. Can you recall any memorable moments where an athlete wasn't so fortuitous after providing similar declarations? Uh, yeah, Dylan Brooks, not working out so great for him. So what did he say? Like, I, I, I haven't keep like, up with I don't that. respect anybody until they get 40 on me. So LeBron got 20 and 20 last night. That counts. Yeah, LeBron just – I mean, and late in the game. And they won both games. What's crazy about LeBron is, like – and I've, I've never been, like, the biggest fan of LeBron, even right. when, when he's been with the Lakers. But he might be, like, among the top athletes ever, just period. But mm-hmm. guys that can – that guys that can – um just do whatever they want when they want. Mm-hmm. Like when he decides he's going to do something, mm-hmm. he can do it. Like on like last night, just you know, eight seconds left is like I'm just going to get to the rim right here and score and send us to overtime. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. And you know, he can play center, he can play point guard. Like you have to, you have to give the dude his props. Like he's probably the greatest athlete that's played basketball ever. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, that's that was not very smart when you're going up against a guy that is, you know, the type of athlete that LeBron is, and he's definitely had to eat his words. Yeah. Our good friend, the legend Ben Waite, has a question. Lamonis was very good at making the right decision when it came to his team and in-game moves for the first few years. Why is that not carried over to the last? <clears throat> you know, part of you wants to say, well, it's the players he had those first few years versus now, but. Like, what happened this weekend? The decision to leave Casey Hunt in as long as you did. The decision yeah. to go with Tyson Harden and, uh, and, uh, I forget who it was, uh, Graham Eintema. Graham Eintema. I mean, I understand, well, I understand Sierra is starting the game tonight, but what was more important? It was more important to win the game Saturday. So he, it, it, it's just true. Like, the magic touch has just not worked out for him so far. And like Siri, like okay, like do you? I mean, do you not feel comfortable with him pitching right now? I, I get it; he's a freshman or whatever. But you feel comfortable in Graham Itama at this point, right? Like I, I you know, I, I don't understand that. I mean, I I feel better about Evan Siri going to the game right now mm-hmm. than I do either of those other two guys. Absolutely, hundred percent. And he's gonna have to he's gonna have to be a major piece of your bullpen again now with Nate Dolm out. And by the way. Hello, Ben. <laughs> the Night Warrior, the shooter. He's freaking he out just, right now. He just, you know, shows up every now and then. Like That's cool. without without any kind of warning. I like it when he just shows up in the press box when the Daily Journal asks him to string or something and he just shows up and it's like what a great day to be alive. I remember I, I remember those days. They're they're long gone, I, I, yeah, believe, I believe. So, so yeah. Uh Dr. Tim Watley, DDS. How much cash would it take for you to go full vegan for a year? Ooh. So I gotta eat. So, like that. so no. vegan is like, isn't that like no eggs no, and stuff too? Yeah, no eggs, no, no animal products. Um, so no. you got to think about like yeah, you yeah, like think the about vegan that. cheese, vegan milk. That's yeah. not that's not vegetarian. That's important. That's an important right. distinction. Right. You, you can't can eat eggs, no butter, no cheese, no cow's milk. No, right, nothing. It's 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 way more extensive. Yeah. So I mean, first, um, just eating that way, I got to have the money for that because that's more expensive. It's more expensive. It money. is. You you go to Whole Foods or someplace like yeah. that. I mean, yeah. that stuff's expensive. So, 
By the way, okay, so so what are you so what are you eating on a vegan diet? What are, what would you? You're eat? eating those fake meats and stuff, the impossible meats and the impossible burgers, soy chickens and stuff. Yeah. Oh God. I always laugh. By the way, that people are like, oh, I'm vegan, so I don't I don't kill animals. Like when soybeans get harvested, do you not think that there are animals in amongst the plants there? Exactly. Who's Stopped who's killed by the threshers? Somebody's killing those things. Yeah, there's rabbits and gophers and everything else in there uh, they're probably putting they're probably put, putting some kind of you know pesticide or something on let's that just say a half mil a half mil i'd do it i um, would definitely do it for if you, if you pay me five hundred thousand dollars i'm in and i could i could pay off my house right now i would yeah. absolutely do that yeah you know for a year where i'm just eating you know terrible food i'd lose a lot of weight too favorite sign well and the thing food. is yeah you, you would get used to that at some point and you would just stick with that diet i think well, no, I think I would I'm, come back after the year. But like, if you're right. After about like three months, you're like, well, this is just what I eat. Yeah. Yeah. But I oh, know I would definitely, on January 1st of the next year, I'm having a big, big old steak. No question about that. Uh, where did it go? Uh, favorite Seinfeld episode? Oh, good question. Gosh. The bro is really good. The one about the where they the and the like the the man's ear. That was really funny. Um, Soup Nazi's always good. Nazi's was one of my top two. Then I have the contest is the other one. Um, anything with with Elaine's boyfriend in it, the dude that's like real. Yeah, (laughs) that's he's always funny. That that show is really genius. Like it's just it's so simple, but it's so genius. Yeah. Uh, Steve Mormon asks us, Robbie, what's it like knowing you humbled Tribal Dog so much he deleted his account? Yeah, I mean that's just when people do that, you know that they've realized that they've just completely acted a fool. Mm-hmm. You know, there's times where I say things where I'm like, yeah, you know what, I, that was kind of dumb, and I delete it. If you're deleting your entire account, then yeah. you've you've really realized you've done something dumb. Which I don't understand deleting your account, right? When you have a fake name and stuff, anyway. Exactly. I mean, I'm not. I, I don't know who you are. Yeah. I mean, I th- I get annoyed by those people that you know that they, they talk so tough behind the screen. They get personal and all this stuff, and they would they when you walk past them at a game, they have their head down. Yeah. But like deleting your whole account, I don't understand. Maybe he can explain it from his next new account that he's just probably made to troll from there too. Yeah, exactly. Rob but basically the basically the dude said that, you know, I'm I'm a loser because I've never left Mississippi State and gotten a, a bigger job. Yeah. So. From a guy that's a Mississippi State fan that was making fun of other Mississippi State fans by saying they're small town right. uh, sports fans. So Rob Hathaway, can you think of any other entertainment instances in Mississippi where someone killed the town as effectively as Morgan Wallen did on Sunday? He can never draw in Mississippi, can he? Yeah, he, he he's done here. He he will never put on a show in this state again. He there's a lot of people that's going to be fans regardless, but he lost a lot of fans. I he think did. this weekend he did. Think Which you know, it's it's like crazy, and I don't want to go like too far down the road, but like you know, he had the whole incident with like the thing that he said yeah. on video, or whatever. Right. And he got like bigger than ever. Yeah. After that. Yeah. And now he's done something like 
I don't I don't know if like it's stupid because like if it truly is like the fact that his voice was um and he's canceled gone his next or whatever three shows. If that if that was really I mean I don't know if he how much he could, you know, how much that would have mattered, but who who knows what's going to happen this? Is he going to blow up even more after this? I don't know. Uh Robbie Falk Please rank these other notable people who were paid to perform in Oxford and did not. Steve Sloan, Matt Insell, C.J. Johnson, Leo Lewis, Sylvester Croom. Croom is last. <laughs> C.J. Johnson was paid? Ooh. Allegedly. Allegedly. Let's go. There's no, there's no proof. Yeah. Let's go C.J., Leo, Insell, Sloan, Croom. It works for me. All right, then. Uh, also from Rob, of all the times you have paid for a ticket to Vaught Hemingway Stadium, dealt with horrible parking and traffic, just to watch absolutely nothing happen for three hours and then spend another hour and a half stuck in traffic, which is your favorite? Probably <laughs> 04. Nothing happened. The, that, two, that, that was the 2000, 2002 Egg Bowl. Nah, that was cold. Freezing. It was cold. Eli, Eli Manning just huh? had his way with Mississippi State. I don't even think State scored in that game. No, they scored. They made it close in that game. They were only down like five at one point, and then he got a late touchdown. Oh, two? Yeah. I thought it was like 24 to nothing or something. Nah. 24 12 is final. Okay. I promise. Justin Griffin scored a touchdown. Maybe. 03 is the one where that was Croom's first trip up there. They were watering the field before the game to try to keep Norwood from being able to cut. Yeah. That was at no no no. Oh three was at state. Yeah. I said oh four. No, you said oh three was the time where they were watering the field. No, I said they were I didn't I didn't say oh three. I said they were watering the field before the game. You're hearing that. Okay. All right. Uh Sheldon Nations. Let's say hypothetically It was twenty four to twelve. It just didn't seem like it was a close game. Yeah, because it was like 17 to 12, and State had the ball, and then they just couldn't do anything with it. And then he hits that long pass to Chris Collins, and that's what ended the game. What do you mean? Yeah, I guess I was thinking about, I was thinking about 03. And he broke a tackle and went. I was thinking about 03. It was 31 nothing. I was, was at that yeah. game as well. That, I was, I was, I've been at all of them. I was at all three of those Eli egg bowls, and State yeah. won that first one. Yeah. And then after that, there you go. All right, Sheldon Nations. Let's say hypothetically the NCAA had to delay March Madness by a few months, maybe for a bad COVID wave. If MSU was playing the NCAA men's tournament and college world series at the same time, which would you watch? This is a question I'm like people ask, and they're like, like, do you really think that the NCAA would do this, would schedule these events at the same time? They wouldn't. That's right. silliness. That being said, I mean, and, and again, now now we're also playing the whole game of yeah, states games are on at the same time. I can't watch them both. I can't flip channels. I can't have TTV. I'm going to watch the basketball game. I would, I would probably do that as well. I mean, baseball, you can just have on yeah, your phone. I can have it on, you know, passively. Yeah, I mean, I can follow, you know, live stats for baseball right. or something. Basketball is going to be, be much more fun to watch. You can – baseball is definitely a come-and-go sport. Yes, you you can you can you like walk, walk in the room. room. You can turn on the radio every now and then. Basketball is something that I want to have my eyes on. And I'm really like that with baseball too, for the most part. Like I want to have my eyes on it, but for most people, that's how it's done. Yeah, 
Uh, Scott Ming asks us. Look, let's see here. Everyone's reasoning for the strike zone so tight across college baseball is because of the track man system that's used to evaluate umpires and their calls behind the plate. Does the SEC track man? Does the SEC or any conference of college baseball make that data public for everyone, or is it just for the conference to hide how bad their umps are behind the plate? That that information, to my knowledge, is not made public. It is it is a simply for the use of the conference to evaluate. Yeah, so they, they do have it's no they have a guy. Yeah, it's no they have a guy in the press box. Right. That's he's, he's got a computer. Yeah, but it, it doesn't doesn't get released it's, as far it's no as I know. Than anybody else's work evaluation. Right. If you would get evaluated at work, I don't get to know how you did. That's right. Uh, also, from uh, the rumblings, or from Scott Ming, with the SEC making the announcement about field storming, what would that be the same for basketball? If it does, what would happen if a non-SEC opponent stormed the field or court on SEC schools or their home fields on courts versus SEC? Somebody asked this question on the text line. Guys, when has the road team ever stormed a court? Or stormed a field. Maybe like in the 1950s. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, the Ole Miss fans did it in the, in the 30s, and the state fans met them with steel chairs, and that's why we have the Egg Bowl trophy today. But since then... <laughs> Kendo when, sticks. When, yeah. When has a road team stormed a court? Come on, guys. Think. The whole, road, road teams aren't storming the field or storming the court. It will feel it will it will affect the storming the court, I believe. Yes. But the idea that somebody else's fans are going to storm your court. Come on, that doesn't that's not real. It's not based in reality. Right. Uh, let's see here. And so I'm at the point now where Bart Heisch is uh auctioning off his uh 1996 Final Four jacket. That's pretty cool. Oh. Yeah, for, for for the for the initiative? Yes. Bart's doing some really good work. Yeah, that, that. that tournament as we speak is going on right now and apparently they're having a, a, a tremendous uh crowd over there. Great job. Uh, the Saw Man says, do either of you watch any adult cartoons, The Simpsons, Family Guy, South Park? If so, what's your favorite and one you like to catch up on? I think South Park is both my favorite and yet the, it's the one I want to catch up on. I haven't watched it religiously in a long time. The craziest thing about South Park is you can watch an episode from 2005 that relates to something yes, that we're dealing 100%. with today. Absolutely. Th- those guys. And it, so I think The Simpsons is kind of like that, too. Yeah. Oh, like, everything that's happened in the world over the last 20 years, The Simpsons predicted it. Yeah. But Family, yeah, Guy, is a show. Family Guy and South Park for me. Family Guy is a show where you just need to watch the clips. Like the shows are irrelevant. Yeah. It's just, it's just I want to find, I want to see the funny parts. But it's like, you know, that like Family Guy is what I've seen the most of. Mm-hmm. And then South Park is right there too. And like, you know, I, I never really got into. Beavis and Butthead until like after because my mom like you know I, I'm not watching I cannot Beavis imagine and your mother was big on you watching Beavis and Butthead. No, I couldn't. I couldn't watch like you know like Ren and Stip, Stimpy, which was on Nickelodeon. My mom didn't like that because they talked about like farts and boogers and stuff, and like she she thought that was just like immature humor and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I didn't I like the watch way Ren stuff. body shamed Stimpy. He called him a fat bloated idiot all the time. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't care for that. <laughs> Yeah, see, they said, like, idiot, stupid. My mom maker for offense and defense this upcoming football season. For me, offense is going to be Tulu Griffin. I mean, just, I'm just going to keep it simple. Yeah, we'll just copy and paste that for both of us. I know. And then defensively, it's whoever starts on the other side of, of DeCam. It's, it's whoever that other corner is. You know, if yeah, I could, I could get along with that, too. Ferge, Rodgers, 
uh, banks, whoever it is. That's who I saw I'm going with. Yeah, and, you know, uh, could be Jaden Cromedy on that list. We saw how different that defense looked last year with Huge. him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I I was one of those, and I argued with people on the board, and, you know, I'll, I'll admit when I'm wrong. I was one of those that I just didn't think that Cromedy was that big of a difference maker because the stats don't say he is. Mm-hmm. But I will gladly say I was dead wrong on that because when he came back, it was an immediate difference up front. Mm-hmm. And that you get a push up front, you, you're able to, you know, get to the quarterback and, and create some negative plays back there or rush him out of the pocket. I mean, you're making a difference throughout the entire defense. The defensive line is like your heartbeat. And then, you know, that transfers to the linebackers, transfers to the defensive backs. And last year, I thought he was absolutely huge down the stretch. And I think, you know, that's going to be the case again this year with him in there. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely agree. I mean, Crumity was so huge for State a season ago. But that's why having him from the beginning this year, I feel like they're going to be already be at that level. So I'm trying to find somebody who's going to actually, you know, change what they're going to do. And, you know, if State can get high-level cornerback play again, that's going to be a big difference for them. What are your thoughts on bringing back the heavyweight championship in WWE? So, the, first off, they're not bringing anything back. There already is a WWE heavyweight championship. Roman Reigns has it. Basically, what they're doing is they're, and this is what I don't like, and I hope, I, I am hopeful, I am hopeful that Reigns makes this comment on, on SmackDown that they're taking his title away without him losing it. Yeah. And I want him to say, like, so let me get this straight. You guys are going to take this title that I've never lost from me. And and it's that's not acceptable. That's what I yeah. want. <clears throat> so are they, are they, mer- I haven't watched Raw, but are they merging the belts? No. Or- no. Reigns will still be the universal champion. And then the new belt, the WWE Heavyweight Championship, will go to the brand that Reigns doesn't get drafted to. Okay. So he's no longer going to have the two belts. Right. They're going to merge his two belts into one belt. I guess, that, and it's like, like it's that's never been something that's been thought out well. I don't think yeah, like it's I mean, a they, they, it was like cool you, to do it. They needed to do it like to make him look dominant. But there right. should have been a way to get one of those belts off of him. I mean, at some point, you've got to lose one of those. Yeah, so. or and it like it's it's all that's always been weird. You know, they did that with Chris Jericho. They yeah. they've done it several times. People, I've never liked that. Yeah, I've always just wanted either one, you know, you fight for one title mm-hmm. or, you know, you have one title for everything or you have two separate titles or two separate brands. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Kelly asked us, what, what, did, what, I'm sorry, what do you think gave the O'Doyles from Billy Madison the impression that they ruled? And would you agree that every community across the state has their own set of O'Doyles? Yes. Every school in America has a family that's been going there for however many years, and from top to bottom, they're like, we're the best. And they're always losers. Yes. They never do anything special. Yeah. They're stuck in the same. Oh, Doyle, I got a feeling your whole family is going down. But I got <laughs> when, go they hit the, when they hit the banana peel and they're just yeah. like, the car's just spinning and they're still, oh, Doyle rules. Oh, Doyle rules. Oh, Doyle rules. And the car's just going off the cliff. Yeah, it's great. I, and Nathan and I both know, and Nathan is a good friend of mine. Okay. We both have a family, like we both know a family from Louisville mm-hmm. that that fit into the duels. Okay. Okay. 
No, I'm not gonna I'm not no, gonna no, blurt no, it no, out here on the show. No, 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 no. But we have both discussed this before. There is a family in Lewis School mm-hmm. that is the O'Doyles. Okay. They're not they're not redheaded. I but, got you. I got you. Play baller DC says rumblings. Are the following words pronounced with one symbol or syllable or two? Squirrel. Squirrel is one syllable. Yes. All right. Mirror. Mirror is two symbol, syllables. Mirror. 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 It's two it's two syllables. Mirror. Mirror. That's two syllables. You're agreeing mirror. with me. Mirror? It's not mirror. 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 Uh, fire. Fire is one syllable. Fire. Now you can stretch it. Fire. But it's still just one syllable. Agree? Yes. Okay. Fire. And then uh, the last one is oil. Oil is one syllable. Oil. 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 There you go. That's oil. That's like uh, like old Miss. No, oil. Like I'm a oil in the pan. Oil. No, oil. Oil. Nah. Oh, Doyle. <laughs> Doyle rules. Mangum Cafe, can you name all of Tanner Allen's walk-up songs? So he had Crazy Train, didn't he? Yes. He, that was a, he did that for Chipper Jones. Right. Didn't he have, didn't he have Sweet Child of Mine? Uh, he might have. And then he, and then he went to... He went to that country song. He went to something country bef- before the um, Small Town USA, right? Right. Didn't he have something else before that? I don't recall that. I thought he went from remember. Crazy Train to the Country Song, to Small Town USA. He might have. Yeah. I, I can't remember. The Crazy Train in Small Town USA is what I remember the most. And I remember being in Omaha, and that song was played at that bar um, every night, mm-hmm. probably probably 10 times. Yeah. People just kept requesting it. They did that in like Friends in Low Places and maybe – Something else, yeah, and it just like we played over and over and over again. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, will Lane Forsythe pitch tonight? No, no. Okay. Rate the choice of Coca Cola: bottle, can, or fountain. Glass bottle Coca Cola is the best Coca Cola. I know that's your favorite. That's probably my favorite too. It's number one. Um, rate. I don't know, man, but a fountain though, like a. But the problem with fountain w- is inconsistent. Like McDonald's it is, is better than everybody else's fountain coke. If you get a good fountain coke, like on a hot day, it's great. It's tough to beat. Yeah, the 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 lowest form of coke is plastic bottle coke, but that's the one. I Absolutely. Have. Yeah. It, it 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 doesn't take man. It just yeah. like it's got to be ice cold, and you got to drink it like quickly. Yeah. Rate the choice of beer: bottle, can, or draft. Draft beer is by far the best beer. You want draft beer and an icy mug. That's what I want. Yes. Uh, I, w- I don't drink beer, Mom. <laughs> That's right. Keep us right. In honor of Gil Manklang, we got to pick two and leave one on wrestling stables, the NWO, the Four Horsemen, or DX. That's an easy one for me. Uh, yeah, that, you're going to say Horsemen and DX. Horsemen and NWO. Horsemen and the NWO. Yeah, okay. out. That would be me too. Yeah. Although I was a huge DX fan. I love I, DX, but NW, it, I mean, you can't you can't beat the Horsemen, and then NWO literally changed the Thank whole you. landscape. Yep. 
<clears throat> have you seen the new championship belt that was revealed? So, if so, what are your thoughts? It's ugly. They took the big bad. belt and put a giant W in the middle of it. It looks just terrible. just bring back the big gold bring back belt. The big gold belt. You have the rights to literally everything in wrestling outside yeah. of AEW. Yeah. Uh, Alan Kembro, Brian, I, I am also a poker guy. I have some questions. Do you have any opinions on the infamous Jack Spades four diamonds? Robbie versus Garrett Hand. So I had to read about this. I had no clue what it is, and so no, I have no opinions on it. So, uh, if you had a poker hand review show, what would you call it? Hmm. I don't know. On the button? We'll go with that. There you go. Uh, and then you have another question here as well. Are you a member of uh, poker on Reddit? I am not. So my po I like to play poker. We have a local poker game here that I'm a member of. Uh, we haven't played in a few months, though, which is disappointing. And if you're listening, guys, you know, let's play some poker. Uh, and then I play like, you know, once a year, twice a year at a casino. But it's I like to play, but I don't play very often. Uh, was this type of thing happening at NC State when Fox Hall was there? Is this a pattern or a one-off with him? So I have to think he was really successful at NC State because we hired him here. He's been good everywhere. Yeah. Just, I, mean, I, <clears throat> I don't know if he's ever been this bad. Yeah. And there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, obviously, he deserves, you know, some blame for sure, being the pitching coach. Yeah. But there's also been, you know, other circumstances that have just kind of made this worse. Yeah. All right. And our last question comes to us from Alexandra Watson, who asked, my child thinks eye black is just for decoration. Can you please explain how it actually works? It, it reduces glare, right? Yeah, that that's what it was made for, but it's turned into it's turned uh, into a thing. I don't think I don't think there's hardly anybody that's doing it for glaring purposes. I think it's well, I think just about everybody just buy, does it. Like, you just buy like the black tape strips now. Yeah, you don't have to get on your face. So the people who do it, like Will, who you know puts the cross on there, or you got Jackson Dart who does the Anakin Skywalker. Uh, I mean, it's it's just done for for effect. But yes, it it is designed to reduce the glare from the sun. That's what it's supposed to be for. There you go. It's not just for decoration. All right, that's going to be all for today. Uh, tomorrow's show, we'll talk NFL draft. Where do we see Emmanuel Forbes going? Some thoughts on that. We've got an SEC preview tomorrow. Dave Matter from the St. Louis Post Dispatch will join us. Uh, he. I thought you were about to say Dave Matthews. I think the Tigers are going to be pretty good. I'm Brady Cook and Eli Drinkwitz. Tolu uh, Smith's out there at the four of the players. I know, classic. I know. He's, 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 he's yeah. It's got to be tough. It's six foot ten. Looking like Charles Barkley. Let me, let me, you know what? I haven't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> let me mute the side here so I can, I can watch this video without any sound. Here, here we go. Let me see what this swing looks like. I'm gonna grade this swing. Oh. Did he get it? He hit it. He did hit it. By the way, that's that's got to be a really good sign that he's out there. That's a good point. I I didn't consider that. Good 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 call, Robbie. Good call. All right, back tomorrow with a lot of college football talk, uh, and we'll go from there. Have a great uh, Wednesday, guys. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.
Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.